This is the Helen Hancock Podcast, episode 58, Easy Tiger, Black is the New Blue, and Killer Squirrels, obviously. Podcasting live from London, this is Gary, Patrick, and Heather. Yes, here we are. Not dead, very doing? much live. That's very <laughs> good. Um, Sorry, and... I'm sniffing away. Oh, you, you poorly? Yeah. Poorly me. I, I, I think, actually, we could do a little collective podcast one week of just the like the, the best bits of when heather was ill you know just the best coughs the best blutters oh <laughs> that's really that mean that would be, that'd be really <laughs> nice um you know how sometimes local papers put stuff in that really it's not really news but they put it in anyway and they put this spin on it that makes it news um, I saw this story this week, and this is a really great story from a local paper. It's from the East Anglian Daily Times. Oh, and <laughs> this is telling it. itself already. And they Things report a fire broke out in the chimney of a village pub. The incident happened at the Mill Inn in Berry Road, Market Western, near Dis at 6.26 on Saturday night. One appliance from Ixworth attended the scene and put out an area which had become smouldering. No one was evacuated from the building and dinner service was not interrupted. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Was drunkenness involved by any chance, Oh, Gary? I don't oh, know. <laughs> Not at 6.26. That's such Dish, a big no. story, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, my my favourites are always in the South London Press because it's staffed by journalists who want to really want to work on the sun. So, right. you know, no one's ever put in jail. They're always caged. You know, the beast was <laughs> caged. And um, it's full of stuff like that. It's very overdramatic. Recommended. Oh dear. Well, what a week it's been in the, in the lives of the rich and famous. Um, just yes. when you thought that uh, those people could not be toppled, they managed to topple themselves. Tiger Woods this week has been disgraced. Yes. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Yeah. Don't forget that. Our lawyers are listening. <laughs> I know. His lawyers are listening. <laughs> yes. Well, he's kind of said that um, he has done so- some things which he's not proud of. Um, and we all know bit, what that means. Yeah. The best bit is he's asked to be left alone with his family. Oh, in their time of need. Yeah, because yeah, that's really going to happen. Oh, golly. I, you just like, you know, I mean, what I always wonder is, is this going on? You know, all over the country, like, can no man keep it in his trousers? And we only hear about the celebrity ones. Or, do you know what I mean? Well, it's like... I, think, I think the celebrity ones obviously have more um, allure, as it were. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's probably slightly more inevitable, isn't it? It's a bit like, you know, the whole thing with presidents, how when they've looked back, I don't think there's ever been one president who hasn't had an affair or a mistress or even George really? Bush Senior. Although I don't know about George Bush, um, the most recent George Bush. Has he? I can't remember. Were there any stories of him? Who was but George think, Bush Senior getting it on with? I'm intrigued now. He did have a mistress, yeah. Really? I don't know. I can't remember who it was. But, yes, I mean, that's the thing. And a bit like, you know, even John Major was at it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <You> yes. <know>? Oh, <laughs> I just think there's something about power oh, and influence, isn't there? That John Major. It's like they can't help themselves or something. Good grief. Well, you know, of course, you know what that means is that Gordon Brown must be hard at it with someone. Oh, probably. <laughs> Allegedly, probably. Oh, dear. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's why Jackie Smith's husband had to hire a porn film. Jackie was otherwise engaged. <laughs> Allegedly. I, I don't think there's power. anything to substantiate that one. 
Um, but uh, no, it, it does seem that the rich and famous, and uh, certainly politicians, seem to uh, uh, manage to do the do do the deed. And it's not surprising with with the uh, uh, with, especially with the the UK MPs because they have so many homes that even their wives don't know which one is their main home, so they don't even know where to be. Well, quite. Well, exactly. Uh, yeah. So what actually happened with this Tiger Woods, Gary? Well, he, he had a car crash, didn't he? But was well, that because he was driving to or from his mistress's house? Or? That, no, that was outside his Florida home where he, where he lives with his wife. Um, but all we know is that the police found him unconscious. The oh. rear of the window had been smashed in somehow. Oh, and dear. there has been discussions, or some people have alert alert Is that the right word? Alleged um, uh, or alluded to, that's what I meant to say, alluded to the fact that his wife may have taken, um, guess what, a golf club and smashed Ha-ha. it into the back of uh, the car. But he's denying yes. that and says there was, there was no violence or anything involved. Live by the yeah. sword, die by the sword. Um, so did, um, did the uh, window spontaneously uh, splinter? No, well, if you've spontaneously... seen the pictures, it looks like something smashed it in. Yeah, mm. he's like a golf got, club. Yeah, but also yes. he got hit in the head somehow and got bruises and cuts on himself. Yes, which isn't from the accident. That's from the, the accident, thing. no golf club was apparently involved. Yeah, dear me. Oh, <laughs> and he so won't what, speak so to what, the police what, about it. Yeah, what could have happened is that his wife found out about his numerous affairs with this woman who can't spell her own name, and. Um, and smashed his car in with a golf club and smashed him in with a golf club and he could have driven off in a state and crashed, maybe. Yep, that, uh. that, that's one possible scenario that could have happened. Oh, dear. Well, it, you know, It's just one of those stories that's just going to go on and on and on and to be asked to be left alone is the proverbial yes. red rag to the bull, isn't it? It's um, like yeah. Boris Becker in the broom cupboard, isn't it? Although apparently <laughs> I, I, I read an interview with him and he said it wasn't a broom cupboard, it was a uh, back stairwell, if that makes oh, it well, feel any better. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's classy, That makes it all all right. <laughs> much classier than a stairwell. Imagine that poor child growing up to know right. you were conceived in a back stairwell. I know when your dad was tanked up at some awards. I didn't realise there was actually a pecking order of these things that actually back stairwell <laughs> oh, is been, actually a, a bit above broom cupboard. <laughs> well, maybe it's a German thing. I wonder what's below <laughs> broom cupboard. Uh, I would say probably public toilet. Okay. Thanks for that. I'm glad you didn't even have to think about that, Heather. Have, <laughs> have you given this some consideration in the past? <laughs> No, no, actually I haven't, but it just came to me. <laughs> What's great is the fact that his alleged mistress is called Jamie Grubbs. Oh, God. The way she spells her name is classic as well. Yeah. but um, yeah. Did you see that survey that some guy did um, where he, wor- he found out that people with names like, you know, Lakeisha and, you know, Jemina and those sorts of things, um, they actually do worse later on in life? Who'd have thought? That's interesting, <laughs> really? isn't it? Yeah. So don't give your child a name like that is the, is the uh, answer, isn't it? Yes, yeah, because em- employers read their CVs and know that they're not going to be from the top drawer, as it were. Do you think, I, I just wonder if maybe there's a kind of just an automatic prejudice as well, like not even just about class, but there's something about the name being a bit tacky as well. Yeah. 
Is that so your name's Lakeisha or Jamie spelled incorrectly and you're thinking about asking Patrick for a job, just don't put that in the bin right now. Ain't going to happen. Yeah. Or change yeah. the name. Save us all yes. some time. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, websites like TMZ.com are just going to have um, a very, TM, very, very TMZ, easy ride. TMZ, Gary, TMZ, we're not the 51st state yet. <laughs> yes, but that <laughs> is American. Dad, that's, as my dad always used to say. <laughs> well, it's good because we can't, we can't get through a podcast without criticising Gary's English. <laughs> <laughs> especially, so, okay. especially given what we're about to talk about next. <laughs> okay, Mr. Smarty Pants. So it's TMZ, okay, but I would say TMZ because it's American. Therefore, if I'm saying something, you know, like an Italian word or a French word, I just have to say that English, like chonsolize or something. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're very funny. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, in the last week, many users <laughs> have experienced the widespread Windows 7 crash that results in the black screen of death glitch. The blank screen appears when users try to log in. The glitch has already affected millions of Windows 7 users who log on but do not receive their normal desktop at the start menu. Instead, they're greeted with the blank, black screen. So, is black the new blue? Yes. Indeed. I've had it. Have you? Yeah. I mean, does it does it go away? Like, is it all right the next time around? Or? I rebooted and I was fine. I went into oh. safe mood. M- I went into safe mode and then rebooted and then I was fine. Oh yes, you went. But how down. do you get into safe mode if you've just got a blank screen? You have to reboot. Okay. Hit the big right. bad off button. Uh, not that it, not that it is going to happen to me, of course. But you know, <laughs> just what? a bit of smugness there. A little bit of Mac smugness for good Max measure. Mac smugness, yes. There's no yeah. sure. Mac users really are the cyclists of the computer world, aren't they? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, they wear those la- fluorescent yellow jackets when they're working. Mac. <laughs> yeah, a colleague in the office has just got a, um, a Mac in, in, in my office for some special work. And it's just amazing how smug people get with, with these things. Yeah. It's just, it, it's like. Uh, yeah, that, that, that won't happen now, I'm on a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get twice as much work done now, I'm on a Mac. Well. I'll tell, tell you what, did I, I may have already said this probably on a previous podcast, but I found it great when I um, go and do, do talks or go to conferences and, I, and you always, well, inevitably I find you always have problems with the technology at those things and you have to get the geeky tech guy to come down. And I immediately bond with them by saying, this wouldn't have happened if I'd have bought my Mac. And they always go, oh, my God, yes, you're right. You know, it's so much better, isn't it? And then you get into this whole geeky conversation and they just love you and they help you out really quickly. It's brilliant. It really makes you want to become a virus writer for Max, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Not really. Don't be nasty. That's just unpleasant. So, so you've become a little bit a bit of a, a Mac user yourself this week, though. So you, you're jumping on the bandwagon I'm I'm upgrading my my interface with the world, Gary. Yes, I have bought an iPhone. Well, I have I haven't bought one. I've taken out a contract that gets me one. But um, yes, yes, no, very good piece of kit. Very happy with it. Yeah, I recommend it. Trying not to be too smug about it. How long have you had it now? Failing. Uh, yes, yeah, um, three days. Three days. Okay. So at the moment, yeah. you're just thinking it looks a little bit attractive. You haven't actually fallen in love with it yet. 
Not quite, no. I mean, I have I have managed to download some applications from from the worldwide superhighway, and um, successfully, which was a bit, from which there. Was very Excellent. easy. Um, Do you know one of the best ones I've found? And I know this that? is a little bit off topic, really. But well, no, no, it's, it's actually on topic, I suppose. Um, the Amazon one. Oh, is there an Amazon? See, this is There's the thing. Amazon it's just one. finding them that's the trouble. Yeah. Find the Amazon one, download it, and then go um, to your bookshelf and pick up a book and and look. And you can take a picture of the book, and it will then find that book and tell you how much it costs on Amazon. No. So if, yes. if you're out, and, yeah. if you're out and about I've, and you see these things, I've seen people do it, and I was dead impressed. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, very it's, impressive. Yeah. It's, it's it's very cool. But what, even um, if the book has changed, like it's got a different cover or anything, you can just read the title off. I don't no, know I how think, it works. I think you go on the ISPN, don't you? I thought, that, I'm sure when I saw the person do it, they um they scanned the ISPN in. I, oh, sorry, I ISPN in. I've got oh, two right. things, actually. I've got a red la- I've got something called Red Laser, which is an application which will uh, read the bar- barcode on barcode, certain things. Barcode, yeah. And that will f- and that will go to certain things, but the Amazon one, you actually take a picture, and I, I picked up my right. I picked up my copy of Twilight uh, DVD and uh, I'm scanned that, nothing. and uh, <laughs> yeah. and and and, and, it, and it showed me how much it was going to cost me on Amazon, and it knew actually, um, he said, being a little bit smug himself, it knew that I was actually scanning the Blu-ray version. Ah, did it give you a little warning saying, you know, this film will damage your mental health? <laughs> no, it didn't do that because it doesn't. It's so it graphic. doesn't comment on uh, that. That would be better if it gave yeah. me a comment. That's an an upgrade we can yeah. suggest to them. <laughs> me, me, Grow me, up, me. loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. You could you could actually write a shopping application, Patrick, for the iPhone, um, which validates the purchase on whether the, it thinks that you should buy it or not. Yes. So if you like scan the latest copy of the Daily Mail, um, a uh-huh. little gun comes out from the top of the iPhone and shoots you. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> could be a bit messy. Could be a little bit messy, but there'll be lots of free iPhones about. Mine just have to shout at me, Heather, stop shopping, you've got no money, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe uh, if it could tie into your bank account. You can't afford this. What are you doing with such a posh phone anyway? You've got no money. Uh, the National Rail application is also very good, which was one of the main reasons I bought it. for it. And it's only like, five quid, though. Why would you have to pay for that sort of information, though? I don't, I don't like that. Well, yes, I mean it's not ideal, but it is very useful. I've used it about six times already. So. Oh, really? Yeah. This is the, the curse of South London. You see, you, you, um, you need to know whether the thing's on time or not. I love it. You've mm. had it for three mm. days. And you've used the National Rail application six times. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick would be a great train spotter. There's probably a train spotter application, actually. It probably is, isn't there? Yeah. 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 And it, I'm, I'm going to tr- resist the temptation to check. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the man in the shop said that um, friends can recommend applications to other friends, so feel free to recommend as existing iPhone users. Okay. I'm not an iPhone I... user, Patrick. Oh, are you not? I, I thought. No, you see, that's why you're showing off. You're 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 the one that's winning in smugness at the moment. <laughs> Good. I would love one, but Just... I can't. I'm tied into my old crappy phone at the moment. Oh, how long's your contract? Uh, till next year. So I've only got about three more months to go. I think. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. 
I do have one which is a bit ridiculous, which is called Pocket Ted. Is, it what, I, is it what it sounds like? What? <laughs> it's just a. It's 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 a. Um, it's from Father Ted. It's just a little sound. Hey, Father board. Ted. I thought it was yes. Ted, as in. <laughs> Like a teddy bear that you could yeah. hug no. when you were feeling no. sad. No. Uh, Shall we move on? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, dear, this is the most ridiculous bit of the podcast we've ever done. Um, and this is the part of the podcast where we try to pinpoint where it all went wrong. We know the world is going to hell in a handcart, but is there one moment in history, one invention, one speech, one TV show, one person that we can hold up and say, yes, it all went to hell in a handcart when? And I can actually testify that uh, the idea that I think was you came up with, Patrick, is true. The thing is that it all went to hell in a handcart when they made packaging excessive and impossible to get into. Well, and this is the thing with these, you know, um, everyone's telling us to save the world, but why doesn't the government just do something as basic as a packaging tax? It is ridiculous. I bought four apples which were trussed up in plastic and a paper tray and all this sort of thing, and, and there was no choice to buy loose or not. You, know, you just had to take what was on offer. And you're like, well, you know, and this is from, you know, from Marks and Spencer, which claim to be all ethical and stuff, and, mm. and yet just put a tax on it. It's an it's easily done. No one will moan apart from packaging. It's true. It's but true with it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The government moans on and on about, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that, and it's like, well, just do the easy stuff first. You know, what, they what won't I, even do the basics. Uh, what I find most irritating is when you buy those things that are in packaging that is just impossible and you cannot figure out how to get into the packaging. And then, so I always get the scissors out and you kind of start cutting randomly to try and, you know, they're kind of usually in plastic. And you mean like a pair, of, if you go and buy like a pair of headphones or something like yes, earphones. Headphones are a perfect example, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and you, there's no way in. So you, 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 your headphones break. You run out um, at lunchtime from the office, and you go and grab yourself a pair of headphones. You get halfway back to work, think I'll test them out on the way on on my iPhone. But no, you've got no way of getting into them. Yeah, it's impossible, and you just you have you to squ- get scissors. Yeah, and you squish it, and you pull it, and nothing works. And then when you get the scissors. It's not even evident where you cut into it. And they're just, I mean, it is ridiculous. Why can't they just put things into one simple bag or one simple box? Why do they have to have all this elaborate packaging? And as Patrick says, with like, you know, plastic, cardboard, four or five layers of packaging. (laughs) I did get, though, I did get, in in the defense um, of of headphones, I did get some uh, Sennheiser headphones. And they came in eco-packaging. And it it was absolutely just you know um cardboard that they'd use there was there was no plastic at all used in the packaging from sennheiser however amazon shrink wrapped it (laughs) that's really funny so you ordered it from amazon yeah and they unecoed it (laughs) you just wonder what people are thinking of don't you you know this is they've all allegedly had 10 years of free education but apparently not. And and like you were saying, M&S do all this stuff about being green. And, you you know, they they charge you for bags and things, but they do put about 200 layers of packaging around everything. I know, and I think things, obviously, in retail, the excuse is that it's for stock control. And, you know, 
people just have to scan it, they don't have to weigh it, and it makes the cues quicker and all that sort of thing. But, you know, I mean, is it, it just, are their stuff really that stupid that they can't put apples on a scale? Probably they are. But, yeah. <laughs> so. Or just put them into a simple bag as well. That's the other thing. You know, they do, like you said, they put them on trays and then they and then they put, like, a thicker layer of plastic over the top of that and then they shrink-wrap the whole thing. So it's got yeah. about four layers. Instead of just saying, okay, here's a bag of apples, like just one bag. Mm. Yeah. Madness. Madness. <laughs> well, they don't want you to buy one. They want you to buy four. That's the thing. Well, exactly, yeah. And throw the rest out when they go off. Um, I was with some friends. So I was just going to say, I was with some friends once who tried to buy loose apples at a supermarket. When they got to the checkout, the cashier would not let them. She just insisted that they that it got they had to be put in a plastic bag. And they were saying, but we don't want to put it in a plastic bag. You know, just give them to us. We'll put them loose in our bag, kind of thing. And no, she wouldn't wouldn't have it. Oh, I would cause a scene at that point. Well, they kind of did a bit, but yeah. in the end, I think they she wouldn't let them buy it without doing it. But yeah. yeah. But maybe Gordon Brown can't sort out Marks and Spencer's apples. But one thing he could sort out tomorrow, if he so desired, is the Gordon way Brown. you get. He could. Gordon he Brown could couldn't this. sort anything out, Gary. We no, no, he could. This out. Can he get? Can he get Jedward back to the X Factor? Is that what you were no. about to say? I wasn't going to okay. quite go there yet. Hold that I'd, thought. I'd I was vote just for him in that case. <laughs> I was just going to say he could actually tell pharmacists not to package everything in those blister packs. But when you get your antibiotics, when you when when you get the man flu, why can't you just get a little plastic bottle with tablets in? Why do I have to have a box which is filled with these you know blister packs? Why can't I just get a little little bottle of something? Sometimes you do get little bottles. I don't know I'm why not. the what the difference is. To be honest, I had little bottles in years. Yeah, I've seen little bottles, but you don't see it very often anymore, do no. you? You're right. Yeah, I suspect it's to do with with drugs, to do with them being nicked or something, or I don't know, yeah, or, so or maybe it's just freshness. Yes. I tell you what, I do wish though. I do wish I'd just let you transition into X Factor there, because that would. Have... <laughs> 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 but see, Patrick, uh, Patrick, sorry, my my. Uh, Head cold has, has uh, stuffed cotton wool into my head. Um, Gary, you, you talk about being poorly, but you're the one who gets man flu, not me. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. I wonder if Jed I'm would get sick. man flu. Well, they're uh, boys, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Boy flu. They get boy flu. <laughs> well, I suppose they have the vote now, don't they? They're 18. Oh, Think on that, me. people. Think on that. <laughs> So are you are you upset now, Patrick, that that, that uh, the twins have gone? Well, it just shows you how much they made the show, didn't it? Because you know, I I was not going to watch it last week, but um, I was at friends who had it on in the background, and um, yeah, it was just a whole lot of boring people warbling out meaningless songs that were sung ten times better by other people. So you know, why would you watch that? Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I watched it literally when Jedward became a sensation, yeah. and then I watched it till they went out well yes. Patrick sent me a text I was abroad and I got this text from Patrick and it said today is the day the music died and I just thought oh my god who's died like I thought maybe <laughs> you know I was thinking Bob Dylan Lennon Cohen I was kind of thinking of like legends and I texted back and said what's happened and he texted back and said Jedward's out of the X-Factor 
<laughs> so the music died. <laughs> and you're thinking, well, I... I've just applied using an international text to get this yeah. information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. Uh, it's, um, no, well, uh, what was I going to say? Something about Jedward. Oh, see, I'm getting old. Getting old. <laughs> but, uh, but no, as I said, they were on GMTV and... Um, and you know the the host said you know well it is a you know you can't you can't really sing that well and I was like what well, I said it's called the X factor it's not called the singing factor. Did they say that? Yes. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So good for them, and I hope they do well. Yeah, I heard rumours that they were going into the jungle, but that hasn't oh, happened yet. Oh, that is the worst reality program of all time. I hate it. Well, I'm a um, celebrity, get me out of here. Yes. But at least it gave the, the public a chance to get back at Jordan, eh? <laughs> Not that I've got any schadenfreude or anything, but... <laughs> oh, she's a disgusting human being, isn't she? They all are. Yeah. Shoot the lot of them. We need a, we need, we need a revolution in this country, but we need it against celebrities, not against aristocrats. Mind you, Anne Decker quite funny on it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And I saw Samantha Fox say, I wish that she hadn't have been there because then I would have got more trials and then the public would have got to see more of the real me. And I'm thinking over the years, love, we've seen more than enough of the real I was going to say, yes, we've seen quite a lot of the real her. Is she still a lesbian? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know she was. <laughs> Did you know a, a famous um, lady of famous that persuasion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I saw a story in one of the magazines with a picture of her and her partner last week and I thought oh gosh I didn't even realise yeah, I'm just so out of touch <sighs> finally this week squirrels have bitten to death a stray dog which was barking at them in <laughs> Rus a Russian park local That's media reports passers by were too late to stop the attack by the black squirrels in a village in the far east which reportedly lasted about a minute they're said to have scampered off at the sight of humans carrying pieces of flesh oh. Well, well I bet lots of postmen will be buying squirrels now yeah <laughs> the thing is, I thought um, I thought squirrels didn't eat meat. I thought they ate like nuts. Oh, <laughs> I they always do, thought they were vegetarians. Well, aren't they? They're probably in Siberia, aren't they? So they must be out near all those nuclear power stations, and they've mutated. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So they're now like sort of mutant ninja super squirrels. squirrels. Yeah, like like Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. Yeah. Local journalist Anastasia Tribitsina told uh, the local newspaper they literally gutted the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say literally? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, according to this news report, uh, she did. So uh, it's it's obviously the in word in 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 Russia at the moment. Yes. Oh, and, and some chipmunks terrorised some cats as well. Oh no, I don't approve of that. Yeah. Oh, so the squirrels and the chipmunks have gone mutant. Patrick's yep. probably right, it is some kind of nuclear accident or something, isn't it? Well, so there you go. I mean, if, if um, we've domesticated dogs too much that they wouldn't survive without us. So when, once well, humans, or once we're all dead after, after global warming, so will all the dogs be. There you go. Squirrels will be our masters. <laughs> nuclear squirrels. Nuclear yeah. squirrels. Nuclear yeah. squirrels. <laughs> Can you just say nuclear squirrels will be our masters, Patrick? Nuclear squirrels will be our masters. 
Excellent. Now I can quote you when I call that the uh, the subject line for this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, the poor li- So the squirrels were hiding. It sounds like it's even a deliberate attack because it says here that the squirrels were hiding in the branches when they suddenly descended and attacked. So they planned it and everything. Yeah, they had meetings, there were maps. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) As a project leader. (laughs) There were. A little physio diagram. (laughs) (laughs) It was a squirrel bonding conference. If the squirrels well, were so if, smart, maybe they used a Mac, and so they were using Apple Vizio, not Mac Vizio, not Tech Oh. <laughs> I think we peaked at nuclear squirrels. We should probably stop now. <laughs> I think nuclear squirrels is the peak of all time. But it's given us a good idea because we can maybe write a horror film about the nuclear squirrels, make lots of money. Yeah. Now like uh, you said but, it on the uh, podcast, somebody else is going to go do that. Imagine, I know. Imagine if that had been in the East Anglia Times, that would have been Squirrels Ate a Dog, Park Stayed Open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that will do it for this week. I'm feeling about oh. six weeks closer to the ground. Yeah. Poor doggy. Bye. 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 Bye.